Kevin, we took long enough getting to this episode. It, we have been working at this pretty hard. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. My hey, name Graham. is Chad, <laughs> and that's my dog coming in hot. Down coming the stairs, in hot. If you heard him, I'm Kevin. And this is episode 67. 67. And we sat here for at least 90 minutes. <laughs> at least 90 minutes. Talking about all you good people. Talking about what to talk about. And all the great ideas you give us to talk about. It's awesome. We have a fun show. Yeah, we do. Man, what's what's new? What's the, what's the latest? Man, what's new? Every day the weather changes here, which is very frustrating because I wish it would just be nice out. Um, it's pouring. I think we got some really exciting stuff coming up this week. That's new. That is new. Um, what are we doing? About the week okay. in advance. The week so coming this up. Thursday. Well, what? Let's let's talk about when this comes out. Just so, because who knows when they're going to listen to this? I don't know. When does it come out? <laughs> Monday, May eighteenth. Monday, May eighteenth. Today is the seventeenth. That's awesome. Um, so Monday, May eighteenth. If you're listening to this at its, um. I guess the release opening, origin? the re, the release. That's the good the good word of it. The release date um, this Thursday, which is the twenty first of May at three p.m. You can catch me and Chad interviewing our two presidential candidates for the NATA um, on the Sports Medicine Broadcast and with Jeremy. So I think it's pretty exciting. You got anything else for them on that? No, that's going to be a cool opportunity for us. It's going to. Um, I think it's really fun. I, I don't know if anybody else has listened to his interview, Jeremy's interview with the candidates um, prior to this, it and doesn't. they they hit some kind of hard subjects, right? And they um, they wanted to do something kind of fun and candid. So they want us to do us <laughs> with them. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's it's really fun that the presidential candidates are down for it. I think it's going to show another side of them um, and a side that we know everybody wants to see. They're just people like us. I would imagine. They just want to help. I think they're athletic trainers, and so I'm assuming they have senses of humor. Yeah, they should. And if they don't now, they will by the end of our show. Yeah, they will. So anyways, yeah, that's on Thursday. And then right afterwards. Right after that. This is what we want you guys to do is go to Instagram because we're going to do an Instagram live. Uh, we've been talking about doing maybe a little social hour, happy hour, whatever you want to call it, um, where we just get to hang out with you guys and just, you know, talk shop, answer some questions, uh, maybe talk about the podcast, talk about what you guys have been doing through this whole uh, quarantine idea or whatever, stay at home stuff. Um, yeah. Anything, anything you want to talk about, not just about coronavirus, yeah, please. Yeah, we can talk. Anything else. Anything. Um, if you want to talk movies, sports, whatever, whatever. Yeah. If you want to ask us about the podcast, our personal lives. Oh, we'll get personal. Sure, why not? Yeah, whatever. It doesn't um, matter. Let's just get together. Yeah, be paying attention. If you, Like, one, you know, listen to us interview the presidential candidates, and then... Head over to Instagram. It should be around 4 o'clock Central on Thursday, May 21st. Yeah, give or take a few minutes. But yeah, 4 o'clock Central, Thursday, Yeah, the 21st, like yeah. you said. We're going to have some laughs. Okay. I don't know. Maybe share some drinks. Who knows? We'll yep. do it. We'll do it up. Kevin, you'll have a drink? Uh, not much, but you know. The drinking game somebody might Instagram be able to convince live. me. 
<laughs> Every time Kevin drinks on Instagram Live, you drink. Oh, that's a good game. Can you keep up with Kevin? Can we play the Candid Athletic Training drinking game on Instagram Live? That's I gonna think be good. you have to. I think you do have to. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what else have we got for the kids this week? You know what? We had a good week um, on the on the ratings, the tables, the charts. The chartables. The chartables. Yeah. <clears throat> So we follow um, we follow our own podcast on Chartable, yeah, which kind of ranks podcasts, yeah, all um, across. Where did we rank? <clears throat> so we topped out at one thirty seven nice. last week. So we're almost in the top one hundred, mm-hmm. and that's like that's kind of it goes up and down, and it's based on uh, reviews, ratings, and how many downloads we get in a day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just interesting to think. We are really close to scratching the top 100 in it's all awesome. of medicine. In all of medicine, not not just athletic training and not just um, sports, like all of medicine. That's cool, and that's because of you. Because of listening. you peoples. So thank you, and again, we appreciate that. Um, and I like think to, we'd like to get in the top 100 in I, medicine ASAP. I mean, we'd like to get in the top 10. I want to be number one. At, for one day in my life, I one just want day. To feel like Can a I just be number one? <laughs> God, thirty-three reviews, one hundred and three ratings. Well, that's all right. Good numbers. I think a large part of that ranking. I mean, we've been trying to figure out where, where, and how they get this information, and you know, what does it really entail? And I think one is how many people listen, how many people download the the episodes, but the other thing is. How many people subscribe? How many people write reviews? What are the re- what's the review ratings? And so, I have a I want to get to a hundred reviews. We're at thirty three right now, and I want to get to a hundred reviews ASAP because the more that you guys can review us, one, it makes the show better, but two, it gets our name out there. And I think if you're listening to the podcast, you probably want our name out there too, and share share the the fun that is Candid Athletic Training. Um, and then do us a favor, take a screenshot of it, you know, and put it on your Instagram story, put it on your Facebook story or whatever, Snapchat story, I don't care. And we'll uh, then retweet it, repost uh, it, and we'll all share the love together. How so, about that, right? Sounds good to me. Kumbaya. Right. Kumbaya. So when people talk to you about our podcast, what what kind of feedback do you get from them? Well. Because I get the same comment all the time. Which is what? How relatable. Yeah. The word that always comes up is relatable. It's a big it's a big used word, I think, for the podcast. Um, our friend Lauren. Yeah. Uh, Lauren miss you. Um, she was actually after you, she she followed in your footsteps as one of my students just a couple years after you left me. She did. She came around. Mm-hmm. Um, she texted me, she's like, I had four people, four of her people uh-huh. texted her about this show about how they knew what we were, that they were thinking. Like, oh. how do they know what I'm thinking all the time? It's because we're all thinking it. We're just saying it. It's great. So thank you for that feedback. It's actually, a, thank you, Lauren. It's a, that's actually a line from pirates in the Caribbean. Pirates. They're all thinking it. I'm just saying it. Oh yeah. I is bought that, um, pirates of the Caribbean. The first one. Is that uh what character? Um, Oh God! Uh, I'll come up with it later. But he's one of the main pirates. He's in all of them. He's the bad guy, kind of. Ah, 
I mean, it depends on what side of the what you're on in the movie, you know. Okay. You... How about this? Um, we last week we talked uh, and we asked, "What should Kevin binge watch?" Yeah. What do you got? What are you gonna? What? what so I know you're doing Game of Thrones still a little bit, but we yep, we're I'm like, what's the... next? What's after that? I am. And you got, the... We got a lot of feedback. People told. Oh yeah. A lot of things that you should watch. And I'm not listening to anybody. Oh, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Are you gonna pick? I one? am totally gonna listen to everybody. Um, now I'm not gonna get to all of them, but I realized I watched the first season of Ozarks, and so now I'm gonna binge the rest of Ozarks. Um, I'm on season three now. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna crush that. I I started watching season two, so I kind of know what's going on and see. Well, I've uh, three episodes in. Um, and then I think, I don't know, what should, What do you think I should do? Which, like, did any of them stand out to you that, like, were the number one of, like, yes, he needs to watch that for sure. You know what? So not TV show, but I do want to binge, because um, I started it already, actually, all the Indiana Jones. Oh. I have never seen all the Indiana Jones movies from start to that finish. That kind of surprises me, knowing you. I've so I have seen them all, but like, may I've seen you know Temple of Doom once. Um, what just once? Oh, probably yeah, yeah, totally. So I want to watch them all in in an order, and I want to watch them all like in within a you know a week or two, so that like I can actually you know get into the story a little bit because I know the premise of them, but it's like eh, like. I don't really know what's going on because I've watched them all so far apart from each other that it's kind of, I get lost in it a little bit. So that's definitely on the list for me. I don't know if anybody said that. Um, the, the one that came up, I think the most was Shit's Creek. Yes. So I've been told about this Shit's Creek a lot. So it's definitely up there because, you know, that many people can't be wrong is basically nope. where I'm going with that one. Otherwise, Sneaky Pete has came up my I think a couple times too. Sneaky Pete for sure. Um, there's, oh god, there's one show. Nobody nobody mentioned it on Twitter, but I think it's on Amazon. Um, that people like I've had a few sneaky uh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Oh, I think yep, that's the one. I'm that's another about. one that people have really reached out and said, "Hey, like you would really like this show." Um, anybody else? What else is what else is out there? Yeah, but that's where I'm at right now. Right. I appreciate all the suggestions, and I'm gonna. I swear, I'm gonna try to get to most of them. Um, oh, that's a lot. Oh, I, I'm gonna try. I mean, <laughs> might as well. Like, I mean, if you got the time, you might as well do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. You all gonna right. binge anything coming up? Am I binging anything? Yeah. I mean, right now I'm binging Ozark. Yep. And I'm watching a lot of old school NBA. Oh, that's right. Like YouTube yep, and documentaries, yep. going through the Dream Team, it, you know, basically that whole golden era of basketball. Yep. Um, I th- I'm gonna probably do Game of Thrones next. Oh no, I think because I'm watching Ozark, the wife wants to do Arrested Development because sure. of Jason Bateman. Are you gonna watch the that latest season that was on Netflix? Probably. Yeah. It was so. kind of disappointing. Oh, you've seen it all. Yeah. Oh. Original Arrested Development is one of the greatest shows okay. ever. It's right. it was so wonderful. I look forward to it. 
the the humor in that is just so great. Yeah, that's what people have told me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Before we get on to tonight's episode, one more thing. Oh, we did have a poll up. I should probably mention too. We were talking Space Jam last week. Um. And I just put out there: Is it overrated, underrated, or appropriately rated? Seventy-two percent people said appropriately rated. Eighteen percent said underrated and 10% said overrated. So if you take out the, yeah, no, it, it is what it is. <laughs> More people think it's underrated than overrated. Agree or disagree? So I hot take. I disagree with that. I think it's overrated. It, it It's not overrated. Okay. So you agree with it's them. underrated. All right. Sounds good. Lastly, um, we talk about how relatable this show is or try to be. We just, and that's yeah, because we just of you that. and helping us out. And when we put things out, this is a community-based show. So right now we have four different surveys out there for our top five segments. So if you are an athlete, there's a survey for athletes. There's a survey for athletic training students. There's a survey for athletic trainers. And there's a survey for athletic training educators. Correct. So if That's you're the first Twitter, time we've done that. I'm going to give you the link for all of them. Yep. Okay. So if you can help us out by taking a survey or tag or let people know if they are an athlete, an educator, an athletic training student, or an athletic trainer, those are your four categories. Take one of those quizzes for us, please. www.surveymonkey.com slash r slash. Okay. That's where we start. All of them start the same way www.surveymonkey.com slash r slash and then you're going to go into one of these categories. It'll either be top five athletes or top five educators or top five student. Lastly, top five AT. So you would follow that link to whichever survey you want to take. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate that. We love getting those done. And they're very good questions. They're fun ones. I think some of them are going to get some fantastically funny answers. Yeah. They should all take, each survey is roughly 10 questions. Some are 9, some are 11, whatever. Um, They take five minutes or less. They're all anonymous. And it's just designed to create conversation for you and I. Well, it's really fun because we've done... From the athlete standpoint, we've done from the athletic trainer standpoint, and now at the educators, most of them are still athletic trainers, but we, we, you came up with some specific questions of like, from that educator standpoint of like, mm-hmm. maybe what's the most annoying thing about an athletic training student? I don't think you put that in there, but nope. there could be one. Um, and then and from the athletic versa. training student, right? Like, you know, what was the, the last thing you learned that you're like, I'm never going to use this? That is one of the questions. So if you're an athletic training student and you just recently said, I'm never going to use that, go take our top five. It's in there. You can let us know, and then we'll try and guess what your answer is. That's going to be great. I love it. Okay. Let's do do a show. Hey, why not? You're right. Chad, where do you want to start? Uh, the first one I have written down is top five. Let's go with it then. Why not? All right. 
We asked 100 athletic trainers, Kevin. Okay. What is the worst food to be eating when an athlete comes to you? Ooh. The worst food to be eating when an athlete comes and asks for help. All right. Number one, Cheetos. <laughs> we covered that in a previous yeah. fictional athletic trainer debate. I mean, you're going to have to lick your fingers. Like, big, oh, I'll be right there. You can't yep. get that. You can't get that dust off. Nope. And then you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna have to like wash your hands because you just licked your finger. I mean, it's just it's a mess. All right. Same premise, but could also be dangerous for the athlete. Hot wings. Okay. All right. So, Hot. what if they're like more of like a mild, like a lower on the scale? So what if also garlic, garlic parmesan is like the sauce. Is the spicy? This is the spicy. Is it the spiciness of the sauce? Twofold. No, it's twofold. One, messy, right? Okay. So messy. You're gonna have to wash your hands. Like you're gonna. I mean, you're still gonna have any kind of sauce on your hand unless you go and scrub them, right? Or you maybe wear gloves and then you take the glove off or whatever. But a hot wing. Now imagine. Hey, could you um, check this? I, I think I have something stuck in my eye. Um, Maybe somebody has an open wound that is going to get some hot sauce in it. Um, I'm just saying, right? Like sometimes you wash your hands seven times and you still got that that sauce on your hand. What could it play to your advantage though? You need to give like a, you need to warm up their uh, their muscle. Maybe, you know, I mean, there's some hamstring nice and warm, some good capsaicin just going, going on create that local you know blood flow yep blood flow um all right number three similar but i said movie style buttered popcorn oh god i'm so like movie theater style i think right so like super buttery popcorn again you're gonna have to like lick your fingers getting all the salt the butter off your fingers and butter fat tends to like not come off your hands very well right and your hands you're still like slippery like oh my god and some then somebody's asking you to who well, i don't know do something very intricate right with like a uh, tweezers uh, who knows and you can't hold on to it because your hands are too slippery oh man uh-huh. that'd be tough all right then i went a different direction in my head I said all right so some i'm eating something and an athlete comes in and they ask me for assistance. I'm not going to get back to my food for a while. I know I'm not. So what What are things that suck to come back to? And I said eggs. Eggs. So you're eating hot eggs. Then, you know, an athlete comes in and asks you for this. How and then, often are you eating hot eggs at work, Kevin? I must ask. I, I mean, we used to have breakfast all the time for day games. Damn, you were. Yeah, I, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, because we had to, I had to be there at like seven thirty in the morning, so they would. Yeah, but and then so didn't... the athletes needed to be there at like eight eight thirty, so they would offer breakfast and post game meal versus. Okay, what like, time did the breakfast buffet close? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, usually, uh, minor leagues. I want to say I remember it like from nine to like ten. They would have the food out, something like that. So sometimes it was a it was a crapshoot whether or not you even like got to get it oh. like, and then so breakfast was the worst because there's not many other than naturally cold breakfast items right cereal right like pancakes French toast eggs 
um, oatmeal, like all of those things suck to eat cold. So if you started eating it and then all of a sudden you got a couple athletes come in for assistance and you had to go back to it, you're not going to eat it. You're just going to throw it away. So it would suck to eat eggs. Okay. Okay. My next one was same premise, but the opposite factor. It's cold. And then when you get back to it, it's no, it no longer has that integrity. And that would be ice cream. Could you imagine a whole bowl of ice cream being wasted because your athletes were so asking you for stuff? You're coming back to milk. Yeah, come back to milk. And it's just not the same. Maybe it tastes good, but it's just not the same. All right. Melted ice cream. Nobody wants any melted ice cream. Kevin, you're going to – I think you crushed this one. Not going to lie. <laughs> All right. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> we had – this was a fun one. I guarantee Cheetos has to be on there. The top answer we had twelve votes, so you know we had a wide variety. Because okay. normally, like the top answer is twenty or so, twenty yeah. or more. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a three-way tie at the bottom for fourth, fifth, and sixth place. <laughs> okay, six votes apiece. Uh huh. Pizza. Okay. Any sort of finger food. Okay. And then sub sandwiches. Interesting. They thought they were just messy. And like when you put them down, pick them up, put them down, pick them up, they would like that was it kept saying messy sandwiches. Messy, All right, messy, messy sandwiches. All right, I, I disagree. I do too. But actually. that's fine. All right, six people are telling us different. In third place, six percent with seven votes. Okay, tacos. Ooh, put again, picking up, putting down, picking up, putting down. Yeah, it's funny because burritos got. Four votes, and I think burritos would actually be kind of like the ideal. Burritos are really good athletic trainer food. I agree because they're they're kind of held together. Yeah, wrapped. Whatever. I mean, a good burrito, right? I mean, some of them fall apart. But my my thing about a burrito or a taco would be, I'd just be really mad that I had to stop eating it. Yep. You know, because mm-hmm. I want to. I just want to crush it. I mean, if you, oh man, Chipotle. I don't, I don't don't interrupt my Chipotle eating. I agree a hundred percent. All right, in second place. In second place, the eleven votes. Yeah. Anything warm. Anything warm. Because it's gonna get cold. You, it's gonna get cold. Now, see, and that this is where I, I went eggs because that was the number one thing I thought of. That was like, yeah, I'm not eating cold you, eggs. I I, I will eat. I a, think you overestimate how many people get the opportunity to eat eggs at work. Well, but that I mean. I, Anything if, like unless I'm bringing a hard-boiled egg to work and I don't care if it's cold. Well, yeah, it's cold. Because I'm not. See, for us, for me, yeah. If I'm eating eggs, it's because I'm in a hotel on the road before True. we leave for the park. True. So I, for I, when you said eggs, I was like, I understand, but I just never would do it. I, I would well, never make myself as, an egg for as many to athletic work. trainers that you know that don't get food at work. I know ones that do. I'm just saying. I'm just That's saying why I too. I just didn't make the list. It's real thing. All right. In first place, uh huh. Twelve. Cheetos. I you believe it. it. I believe it. Cheetos Orange is fingers. The number one food. Um, let's see here. Did ice cream make the list? We did have four ice creams. Okay. Almost made the top. Nice. Um, and I would be most disappointed losing that one. Yeah. Because, ice cream is good. Ice cream is just great. All right, let's go over the funny ones, and then we'll go over a few other ones. 
<laughs> um, let's see here. Give me a funny we one. We got a several thing. Anything messy? Whatever, whatever. Okay. Sure. Uh, oh, just so you know, you. What were your other ones in your top five? I'll tell you how many votes they got because I think you. Ice cream. Ice cream popcorn. had four. Popcorn had one vote. Hot wings. Hot wings. Uh, wings had five. They were the they were the next right there. The mm-hmm. next one, wings. Yep. Yep. Um, barbecue and ribs had three. Yeah, ri- I I thought about ribs. I went hot wings instead. Okay, how about? Um, and I I'm a Wisconsinite, and there's Cheese a lot curds? of German food around here. Somebody said Braunschweiger. Braunschweiger, mm. which is a smoked liver sausage with yeah. onion. For those of you who are not familiar, maybe just because it's gross. Braunschweiger. <laughs> I think Wiener what they were schnitzel? going with, it would be the worst thing because we had a lot of people said, "Don't eat anything with garlic. Don't uh, eat any like anything where your breath is going to be bad when you have to talk to the athlete." So I think um, that's where they were going with the Braunschweiger. You know what? My athletes can deal with it. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm gonna eat my garlic. How about how about this one? A spoonful of peanut butter. <laughs> Can I sound like a dog with peanut butter on his roof or his yeah. mouth? Um, that's actually a decent one, except I do that all the time. I, I do as well. I do it a all the time. A spoonful of peanut butter real quick when you got like two minutes and you just need a hit. Yes. A quick hit of yep. calories just or quick nourishment. Hitter. Yep. I'm I'm all for it. But oh it's it would I understand what they were saying. Um, we also had someone say anything um anything jelly or sauce filled. <laughs> where you're gonna bite into it or squeeze it, and it's gonna, sp- and it squirts out. Yeah, mm, yeah. I I'll give you that one. Um. All right. What else? Oh, Cinnabon. I thought was a really good answer. Cinnabon. Oh. Because one, it's sticky on your fingers. Two. Yeah. And two, you really want it in that warmed state. Yes. And then it's gonna go bad. That is actually a really good one. Um. Yeah. Cinnabons are not good cold. Let's see. Nachos had two. Spaghetti, which actually would be fine. Some people said anything that you need utensils for. I actually kind of argue the other way. If you have utensils, it's probably going to be okay. Soup got a few answers. Yeah, utensils almost make it better. Yeah. Sunflower seeds got two. That's a good one. A mouthful of sunflower yeah. seeds because... We've had that conversation. You can't do anything with it. You got to yeah. wear it or just dump them. Yeah. Or like, I mean, you have a like baseball athletic trainers out there. You got... You just put in seeds and then all of a sudden you got to go out to the pitcher's mound or something how about two for steak like a full steak sandwich or full steak meal i mean that would suck to eat cold that's, too i agree but i feel like that's like eggs how often are you getting a full steak that depends on the well, middle of the work day hey i think you're probably getting more of them than eggs according to you because you might bring it from home I, and then you reheat it maybe or you, you know most of us have microwaves at at our jobs, the right? Old reheated microwaved steak. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. You're you're right. You're right. You're right. If you if you do have eggs or, or maybe steak you, at work going forward, yeah. Please take a picture and send it to us. Please. At our social media candid underscore ATC. I would like to see how wrong I am. Fair? I no, I love it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. What do you want to do? FMK. You want to F, Mary, kill something. Uh-huh. All right. This came from CJ Hess. 
Yes. Not necessarily directly. CJ didn't say do this, but he kind of gave us an idea. Yeah. So when we, what were we posting about? The, CJ uh, from the University of St. Mary. Thank you. Yeah. And um, CJ, I will say I, I am getting you some pictures of me in the catcher's gear. Don't worry. Right. Right. And it had everything to do with, what did, what did it have to do with that? Like, <laughs> do you run out of, yeah. Do, do you, you like, so the idea of your athlete comes in and says, do you have any tape? Do you have any ice? Do you have any band-aids? Fresh out is how I always answer. And fresh the, out. the most common answer I, I think across athletic train trainers are nope, fresh out. Right. That's absolutely something us athletic trainers are ingrained i think to say the, um, the other thing i'll say is if i don't i'm the worst athletic trainer right. around and i think that's the point right correct I, I think cj was saying i don't think my my athletes know what i do because why would you be asking me such a stupid question um so you chad have to f mary kill your athletes every single day asking you, do you have tape? Do you have ice? Do you have band-aids? Go. Okay. This is tough. I haven't mentally prepared myself for this one. This is, um, I'm going to kill. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to kill ice. Do you As have ice? you should. Yep. Okay. Because it's twofold. One, you don't need it. <laughs> you shouldn't want it. Right. Stop using it. So don't ask for it. And I'll let you know when you're going to get to use it. Um, and two is like, of course. Of course. It's, of, if yes. you're coming into the athletic training room, yes. I guess fair enough if we're at a field or on the road or something like that. Maybe. You wouldn't have it, but it's just like so such an obvious thing. Like, do you have any ice? Yeah, we're in an athletic training room. Yep. So, but the bigger the bigger thing is maybe one day it will be weird for an athletic trainer to have ice. Yep. Maybe now, if they come with a cup in their hand. Do you have any ice <laughs> for this? And we do have we have staff members that come up to the athletic training room just oh to my. fill their water bottles with ice. Or oh, of to, course. Totally okay with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll kill hearing that question every day. Do you have ice? Okay. Maybe I'll start answering with differently, really more sarcastic. Uh, Even more sarcastic? Yeah. Sure. Why not? All right. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to marry Band-Aids. Mm. Because if they're asking for the Band-Aid, I think deep down they know they really need one. I hope and if so. you're asking for tape, you think you need tape, but you probably don't <laughs> need tape. <laughs> In my head, it's like, oh, do you have any tape for what? Correct. And a lot of times it's not necessarily an athlete. Maybe it's a coach. Do you have any tape? To hang something. To hang something or, <laughs> oh, I just need to tape my fingers. Like athletes tape my fingers or whatever. Like, no, nah, there's an easier solution or there's something better. Um, and if they're asking me for tape, I'm probably going to need to have a, a longer conversation with them. Probably. So maybe I'm marrying it. 
in retrospect. I'm gonna, right. yeah. I guess I'm ha- I'm having to marry it because if okay. they're asking for tape, I'm just changing my thought process on this. I'm gonna have to do more work if they're asking for it. Yeah. Where if they're asking for a band aid, I can just point and be like, right there, go do your own thing. Okay. So it's a little bit quicker. All right. Like effing. Boom. Get it. There it is. And quit it. See you later. Yep. Hit it and quit it with the yep. band-aids. All right. So I've I've changed my answer mid-answer. Okay. And so I will marry the tape because if they're asking me for tape, if they actually need it, I'm going to have to apply it. I'm going to have to do something. I need to have a, a conversation to determine how much they'll need it mm-hmm. and then appropriately distribute it. Okay. So All right. that's my answer. All right. So I'm... I am also going to marry Do You Have Tape? Uh Uh-huh. Very similar to you. I think um, I want to know why they want the tape because half the time it is. I'm just trying to hang something in the locker room or I just need to put up this, you know, sign for everybody to read or whatever. The other 50% of the time is they're trying to do some sort of self-treatment, right? They're trying to buddy tape their fingers together. They're trying to even like to go into the band-aids, they're trying to like tape a band-aid onto their like knee with oh. one like inch and a half white tape, right? Double dipping. And you're like, what are you doing? Right? So it's it's definitely I want I want to be in control of what's happening with the tape, I think. And then it's more of a value, valuable commodity. Sure. Yeah. And then also, you know, it's, if you really, if you just really need white tape for hanging something up, you know what, here's a few half rolls or whatever that we all have in our athletic training room to, you know, put in the coach's office or put in the locker room that you guys don't have to come here all the time to use it. Um, or open like a brand new roll with, by doing it. Or cut it with scissors instead of ripping it. Do you, <laughs> do you? I want to get into an actual athletic training question here. Okay. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> do you ever preemptively? Do you ever preemptively give out? I know you're going to need this tape. Take this roll, without them asking. Oh. I would never do that with a band aid. Oh. But I know when I go on hmm. the road every week, who my guys are that tape their wrists. Sure. Or need yada 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 and. When I'm packing a kit, I'd be like, hey, here's a roll for the weekend. Now you don't have to bother me. Like, I know you're going to tape your own wrist. Yeah, so. Here's a roll. Make it last as long as possible so that way you're not asking me every day. We, and we end up with a bunch of split rolls. I have 100%. We, like, the athlete that had to have this blue of PowerFlex for his wrist. And sure. this was, like, when I was in, like, Major League Baseball, so. Obviously, budgets were different, and you just kind of you accommodated. But, I mean, I definitely like here. Here's a box of it. Throw it in your bag, like have oh, it in your locker. Box. Wow. Well, yeah, it's major leagues, bud. Um, and then I definitely have had athletes ask me, "Hey, can I just keep? Can I just take four rolls and put them in my locker? Because I so I don't have to come in here and ask you for it every time." And you say, "Sure, okay, no problem." Um. Then, ah, uh, but I've, and you've never done that with a bandaid before. I've never no, like, Hey, here's, I don't work. think I've ever done that. I don't know if I've ever given, I've given a couple coaches like, Hey, here's, 
50 of these band-aids like you come in here every single day to take to like put a band-aid on your thumb while you're hitting a fungo i mean like here's just here like put them in your locker um and then again a little bit different situation between high school for sure and high and college and then the pros but um yeah no i i mean i i might have done that but like preemptively you know giving somebody a bunch of knuckle band-aids I don't think so. I mean, not, not, not really. Just in case. Yeah. Um, or like, yeah, I mean, I have definitely had a couple guys that I knew would tape their bats or whatever. And just be like, here, like, here's a few rolls of it so that you don't have to come in here and do it. And I don't have to yell at you to use the crappy tape or the half used rolls already. Don't open another one, especially don't split my inch and a half when there's already 12 of them that are split and just because you want it one millimeter different, like stop it, like stop it. So, um, yeah, where I'm going to marry tape. Okay. Huh. And then I'm going to kill, well, I'm going to, Oh, this is, it's tough. I want, I'm actually going to F the ice Okay. because any, I don't mind having the conversation of why they shouldn't ice. Right. And I think it's, my opportunity to educate somebody of why they shouldn't be icing at this particular time. Because then the other, we'll call it 50% of the time that it's like annoying that somebody's asking, do you have ice? It is for a cup for their Gatorade or it's for this or, you know, I mean, it's, it's not meant to use as a therapeutic modality. And so that's just like, oh yeah, go, yeah, knock, knock yourself, you know, nuts. Or do you have ice to make the cold tub? colder which it should be probably almost right next to the <laughs> ice machine but um yeah so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna f that because of the times that i get to have the conversation of education on ice so i'm gonna kill the band-aids no other reason than it i mean they're boo-boos right i mean it's it's the guy that it, he slid into second and his knees a little scraped up. Like it's over. Like just come on, take care of yourself. If you are seriously bleeding, and you think a band aid is just gonna stop it, like I'm gonna be able to tell. Like that's a, that's a different story. But if you just need a band aid, it's probably it might just be something I don't really even have to worry about, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, that's I'm gonna go with it. To follow up from last week, when we were having that boo-boo discussion, we asked how how many of you, your athletes, know where your Band-Aids are located so they can do that on their own. Mm-hmm. 84% said yes. All yes. the athletes know where they are. They can just grab them. 16% said, no, my athletes are probably, not all my athletes know where they are. So right. you're getting that question more often. Yep. So mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm, wanted mm-hmm. to throw that in there. That's where this, this that's what I was trying to remember is where, where was CJ, um, like, where did he tweet at us to this came tape from last ice week's, band-aids? Last week's FMK yeah. on boo-boos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Fat, we got a fictional athletic trainer debate. We're doing a fictional athletic trainer on two fictional presidents. Fictional in honor presidents. Of our two presidential candidates that we will be interviewing this week. Yep. So, so I think. So we decided yeah. the two fictional presidents we wanted to discuss were. President Thomas J. Whitmore. Whitmore from Independence Day and President James Marshall from Air Force One. Yep. Played by Bill Pullman and Harrison Ford, Correct. respectfully. 
All right. Kevin, who do you feel is going to make the better fictional athletic trainer? This is really tough. And Kevin's going to carry this conversation because I've seen bits and pieces of both movies, but I don't think I've sat down and watched either movie all the way straight through. And anybody that is listening to this is probably dumbfounded and shocked. Yeah, that Chad has not actually watched Independence Day or actually watched Air Force One. It's pretty wild. I, I'll I'll give Air Force One to a lot of probably our listeners because it might be getting a little bit on the older side for some of our athletic training students, right? Independence Day, because they came out with another one. I bet a lot of people went back and watched the first one. Slash it's Will Smith. I think a lot of people just love. That was his breakout role. I mean, that was the. It was right there. That like was his he like had a run. Holy cow! Those early movies that he did, he like hit like four home runs in a row. Yes, and I think I mean Bad Boys is older than Independence Day. I don't think so. Yeah, I'll it, look it up while you tell me. Yeah, about you, these two you look presidents. it up anyway. Okay, so Bill Pullman plays President Thomas Whitmore in Independence Day. So this is what he, so he's a um, he's a former pilot in the Air Force. Um, so you know he's got uh, what we'll call it the life combat uh, emergency, the dedication, the uh, good under pressure for sure. If he was a fighter pilot, um, he's probably got some really good eyesight. Here, those guys have great eyesight. Um, and then I would imagine really good problem-solving skills. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. I mean, as a pilot, I mean, gosh, you got to be prepared for anything that happens in your jet and then being attacked from anywhere. So um, all of that ties in, right? It's all great athletic training skills. Now... I think he also, I mean, he's the president of the United States. The United States, well, the world is being attacked by aliens. And he takes it upon himself to say, no, I'm a, I'm a pilot, and I can fly one of these things, and I, I can help everybody out. I, I am not more important than anybody else in this situation, and I'm going to put my boots back on the ground, and I'm going to try to save the day. So he's a good leader. He's selfless. Um, ooh. And then probably gives one of the greatest speeches, inspirational speeches of all time in a movie. And he rallies the troops. And I know as, as athletic trainers, we don't always have to give these speeches. But it's almost like... Maybe not in mass, but one-on-one, -on -one, more often than not, yes. I think you do. So my point was like... But when we when we need to have our voice heard, it it needs to be pretty uh, impactful, right? Because we most of the time are the people that are just staying quiet and letting things happen until hey, I really need to step in here. Um, ooh, I mean, I think he's it. He's a very good candidate for an athletic trainer. Now, Harrison Ford's character, President James Marshall, Air Force One. Ooh. we see he's a, I mean, he's a former military something. I don't know what rank or where he got, but I know he, I know he served. So again, the being prepared for anything, being able to, um, stay cool under 
very hard times when you know literally i don't know if you're in combat you know you got it your head's got to be on a swivel but it's also got to be screwed on the right way as well um oh better well i guess i would think he's probably a better hand-to-hand combat because pilot versus military vet that I'm, I'm assuming with how many people he punches in air force one that he's got some pretty good hand-to-hand combat experience wound care wound care maybe yeah um they're both gonna be they both had pretty good personalities they were both both roles were father figure um very caring but also uh just get the job done um, can tell the truth and make you feel like they're making you a better person out of it. But instead of the speech, James Marshall has the one-liner, get off my plane. Yep. That's, that that's ethical? you know what? And that's where, like, I'm going to go with, uh, that was my decider, was James Marshall is the better athletic trainer because he's going to have the one-liners. Okay. He's not going to be the preachy athletic trainer. He's going to be the one that makes you maybe makes you laugh, but then also makes you think as you're walking out of the athletic training room. Like, uh, yep, going James Marshall. That's your final answer. Get off my plane. Yeah. All right. And he fights the terrorists. Well, this might be the shortest fictional athletic trainer we've done. Yeah. And that's okay. But we will put a poll up there so yeah. you get to decide whether Bill Pullman or Harrison Ford characters who you're going to take as your fictional athletic trainer? Thomas Whitmore versus James Marshall. Very good. I did look up Will Smith's the beginning of his yeah. movie career. You got it. 1993, Made in America was like kind of like his first. Yeah. Okay. And then he did same year 1993, Six Degrees of Separation. Okay. Then in 1995, he did Bad Boys. Yeah. In 96, he did Independence Day. Really? Oh, I thought Independence Day was like 98, 99. No, I, 96. Okay, so, okay. I mean, All right. Made in America, 60 Degrees of Separation, Bad Boys, Independence Day, then Men in Black. That's a, that's a start of a yeah. career right there. That is pretty, it's pretty impressive. As your first five movies? Yeah. Holy cow. And was already, a, you know, probably number one, you know, hip-hop artist for and a then, little bit. And, and then, then? And also Fresh Prince, obviously. Enemy of the State? Yeah, which all yeah he went. So his first six movies were, I think, solid, and then he did a bad one, but I personally love it. Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. I mean Will Smith and Selma Hayek, and it just didn't go well. But I still liked it. Whatever. I mean, it was entertaining, right? No, it it, it was what it was meant for. All right. Well. All right. Get on to the topic. It's time for a feature topic. All right. Okay, Kevin, how do we how do we set this up? How do we intro this? Well, you put on Twitter the relationship between athletic trainer and athlete is like. Give me your best analogy. And people ran with it and it was pretty entertaining. Um a little bit. We wanted to know what like what would you what do you how do you consider that that relationship, you know, like compare it to something. So 
when you're talking to somebody else or I don't know, you just, you want to explain what it's like to be an athletic trainer with athletes. All right. It's incredible I mean, it's, because one, we can't even explain what we do. And no, then we tough. have to explain what the relationships are like. Yeah. And it's, we're God, just, it's, it's the most important thing. We're just an enigma as a profession. Yeah. We, we really are. Edward Nigma. Edward E. I get it. Enigma. Um, that man, holy cow, Batman. Okay. So what do we got? I mean, we got we got a lot of responses. Some gifts. Yeah, we got some really nice gifts. I think there is definitely a consensus that we are often athletes' parents. The mom. The mom. All right. Which would have been appropriate for last week's episode. Yeah, it really would have. Um, we, Sam let us off with that. A mom and her kids. You want what's best for them, but sometimes there's got to be some tough love with that. Grace. Also, go go back to your. Um, you did this last week. Mom, 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 mama, mama, mommy, mommy, mommy. What? Hi. Stewie. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I think, oh my God, I told. I can't believe how many people I told. Especially when I was a an athletic trainer in the minor leagues, I mean, you are those players. You're, you're their mom, your dad, your uncle, your best friend, your um, brother, your whatever. I mean, it's you had to play so many different roles because sometimes you had to be bad guys, sometimes you had to be good guys, sometimes you had to teach them life lessons, sometimes you had to just let them grow on their own. I mean, like it was it was pretty wild. I mean, because you were dealing, I had to deal with everything from like a 18, 19 year old, like you do on occasion mm-hmm. to like a 30 something year old. And so it's, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to teach life lessons to the 32 year old that's been in the minor <laughs> leagues for 10 years. They're I mean, teaching you lessons. Probably. <laughs> they, I mean, definitely act older than they are. Um, yeah. What else we got? All right. How about this one? Paul Rupp said a chef and a porterhouse steak. Not what? hard to do it right. Not hard to make a complete mess of. It's that thin line. Ah, okay, I understand. Yes, there is a very thin line between an amazing porterhouse and, well, you overcooked that one. Correct. (laughs) Or Uh, undercooked it, I don't know. Dylan Campbell, a game of chess. Hmm. I kind of like it. That, uh, yeah, I mean, and. It's that when to push, when to pull. uh Uh-huh. Thinking six steps ahead, mm-hmm. um, maybe not. Maybe not all of your moves can be equal, right? Whether you're moving your rook versus your pawn versus your knight, correct? Mm. Yeah, no, I like that. Right. I like that. You know what, Lauren? At like, I'm gonna get to her, Miss Lauren on underscore forty nine. She said, "Like a mama bird and her babies." Mm-hmm. And the first time I read it, I didn't read the rest of what she said. And I, the only thing I thought of was the mama bird throwing up food into their ba- their baby's mouth. Regurgitating. Re- I, and I've never regurgitated. Well, You've never regurgitated you know what? for an athlete? No, I've never physically regurgitated to an athlete, but I've definitely had to word vomit a lot to right. my athletes. But explain what she meant. She said they just need a little extra push to learn how to fly. Correct. So sometimes you got to throw your athletes out of a tree. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> just do it. 
It's like throw them out of a tree. Just do it. <laughs> How about the one with the little kid carrying, like pulling his? I'm assuming little brother, maybe. Yeah, the gif. Yeah, like the gif of just pulling them across the floor. That's pretty awesome. Uh, our Ben, our friend Ben Rockwell said, uh, two peas in a pod, but can turn to water and oil some days." Oof, you wouldn't be kidding. Yep. Which Nate Marsh Marsh said Marsh, like peas Marsh, and carrots. Marsh. God, how about would that Mo- guy just change his last name so everybody knew Marsh. how to say it? Oh. Yeah, take the E out. <laughs> Nate, take the not out your first Nate. name, Nat. <laughs> how about Melissa Kermer? Like coffee and creamer because there are ways to make them better. Oh, we are there to make them better and less bitter. You know, Melissa, I agree with you, but completely disagree. Are you Just not with a, the coffee. Thing. Are you not a creamer person? No, I'm black coffee. Black coffee. Yeah. But yeah. D- does the analogy make sense to it you? It does. Okay. It does. You just choose not to use and the creamer. It, and in reality, it's a very good analogy. Well, maybe you're the coffee and the athlete is the creamer. Oh. They're <laughs> making me just a little sweeter? Um, no, probably Maybe they're not. making you less bitter? They, well, I doubt it. <laughs> I I would think what can make coffee more bitter? And that's may, maybe where my athletes More coffee. Um, yeah, right? And that's what I did. I just I, I covered coffee with coffee. Um, speaking of earlier in our top five, yep, ice cream. Ben, ben Wimmer. Right? Ben Wimmer. Like an ice cream cone. Both are good on their own, but so much better. To, or ice cream and the ice cream cone. Right? They're both okay on their own. Most of us eat the ice cream cone, right? But it's so much better if there's a little bit of ice cream in it. Correct. Right? So mm, I like it. And then also relating to today's episode, we've got food. Megan Marcel with a gif of Will Smith as the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yes. dancing with uh, Ashley. Ashley. Um, so I, you're just there to kind of guide them, teach them to dance with them. I well, they had a very interesting relationship. Like at times, Will was like older brother that brought out a different side of Ashley because he was from a different uh, background, mm-hmm. right? He brought out this fun, like, you know what, let's maybe sometimes you need to um, defy authority every once in a while. Maybe you need to, you know, think about life a little different. But then every once in a while, Ashley did the opposite and kind of brought Will back to a better place, right? And maybe taught him something else about how to maybe communicate with people, or I, I don't know. But yeah, that's a really good one. Perspective. And they were like, yeah, they were like best friends. More almost. It's <sighs> like you just don't want to disappoint them. Yeah, like in, they seemed like even like older brother, younger sister versus even cousins. But yeah, that was a good one. I like that one. Uh, Elizabeth Sturtridge. Uh, Sturtridge. Uh, maybe like a 10-year-old child and a favorite something, 20-something babysitter. Hmm. So instead of being the mom, maybe Good you're call. just more like the babysitter because you're not necessarily there to, which is actually probably a little bit more realistic. You just have to manage them in the now, here and the now. Yeah. And when the parents come back, uh-huh. you, give them, you give them back. That's true. So when we have them, we take care of them, but they're not our final responsibility. Yeah, and you get paid crap to do it. And you get paid really uh, badly. Yeah, totally. I Adventures like in Babysitting. You ever see that one? No. That's an 80s movie. Yeah, Classic. it is. 
I I like the Mr. Miyagi and Dan La, Daniel LaRusso. Um, Give it to us. So Marcy Abraham Pioink. That's a that's a wild last name. Um, anywho, I like it. She says so much love, pride, and investment in their development as athletes and people in general. And that's what Mr. Miyagi did. Yeah. Well, and then, but I think even more. Mr. Miyagi, what is one of the top things Mr. Miyagi did with Daniel Wax. was confuse the crap out of him. Wax on. Right? Yeah. And I mean, he like literally would give him a task and he's like, why am I doing this? This is stupid. This is stupid. Until later on, it just, everything started clicking. Oh, that's why my athletic trainer makes me do these exercises because it helps me stay healthy. Right? It's the difference between, it's like the whole Give them a fish or teach them how to fish. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Ricardo's. Did you see Ricardo's Ricardo. With the soccer player, oh the water gosh. bottle. And they're about to spray it in their mouth upside down. And at the last second, coming and showing them how to. And it's. No. That's how you feel. Those are, those are two athletes, right? But yeah. what a great. Thank you, Ricardo. That's a, I don't know where you found that gift, but. What a great representation of like, just real quick, let me like fix something small before you hurt yourself or yeah. do something stupid. I can't tell you how many times, even just like the little stuff, like, I mean, hey, your fly's down, right? Like before you go on like national TV, your fly's down. Correct. <laughs> like, I mean, we, we do it all the time. PB&J, like Andrew Braun, PB&J. I mean, that's a, that's a nice I mean, combination. That is classic, right? I don't like jelly, but I I'll take PB and J. Maybe that's the point. Crystal said our relationship is just based on snacks. Of well, course, of course you have snacks. So if we have snacks, the athletes will do anything for us, or maybe vice or versa. vice versa. I mean that that's I think I think that's really where the the money's at. Your athletes bring you snacks. I'll do so, I'll do a lot for you. Do you know that one? And so, my favorite, Greg Garofalo. I'm, I'm assuming they went together like lamb and tuna fish. What is that from? That's from Big Daddy, man. Big Daddy. And then he goes in and he's like, oh, would you prefer a spaghetti and meatball? No, yeah. No, that's that's a wonder. Lamb and tuna fish is probably the best athletic trainer athlete combo ever, for sure. <laughs> Does that mean they're too, too similar, too different, too... You know what I think it means is that um, to some people... It really is like two peas in a pod, and this makes sense, and it's wonderful, and it works so well together. But if you were to talk to somebody else, you'd be like, "I what? What do you like? Seriously, like you like your athletes, or like you get to you can actually like um, mix with your athletes and have a good time, or laugh at work and this and that? Like I hate who I work with. We don't always hate who we work with, and no. sometimes we like them. So I don't know, like lamb and tuna fish. Lamb and tuna fish." I get, have you not seen Big Daddy either? No, I have, but okay. it's been so long, I don't remember any of it. So it's in the court scene. It's where he was like, write your name on the wall. Yes. Kids him out of That's the only and, part I remember yeah. is the kid leaking on the side of the building. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't he's always remember peeing anything in, else. He was always peeing in Adam pants. Sandler movies to me are um, very average. Oh, absolutely. Like... I know Happy Gilmore is up there. Like, I just, I don't know. I just. He didn't, like, his movies definitely did not get better with his, like, as he got older. Well, and, I, like, I mean, I think he had a sweet spot of his his comedy. Yep. And it was kind of, it 
Big Daddy was kind of like the last one. But now when I go back and watch some of these. They don't stay. They didn't hold No, up. I think they do. Oh. And I think like 51st States is like really sneaky, like funny. Like it's got great like one-liners. Now Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison are just, to me, they're they're the epitome of his comedy. They're classic. And they're, they are hilarious and they always will be. But I think most people started getting, like when he started met like Zohan, like, um, it, it it was getting old. Sure. It, it was it was it was getting old, but um, Big Daddy I think was like for me. He was so huge. It was a really big movie. All of his friends obviously were in it. Um, it was the I think it was his last one that was of the classic Adam Sandler that I enjoyed of his comedies. And then now like he's done some other serious stuff. That one with the latest that he did like with Kevin Garnett. I wanna I, I wanna actually see that, see that yeah. but. I doubt he's singing in weird voices in that movie. All right, so do you have do you have an analogy that you like to use? So my my number one was like what I said earlier is like every family member slash best friend slash like you know the your favorite uncle versus and there or also the your grandfather who has to sit you down and tell you the way the world works. Like I mean, that's the one I use the most often. Um, I don't have, uh, I guess, a other than the ones that we already said, kind of funny new one. What do you got? So let me, I'm going to try and step back here and look at the relationship from outside, from the big picture here. Okay. And it happened, we were talking with our strength and conditioning staff on the Zoom call this week, and we were talking about communication between athletic trainers and strength and conditioning and like how we should be updating them on stuff players get hurt how um they need to know so then they can modify workouts etc 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 right which i agree with but at the same point part of me was like i've got a hundred athletes you know and tons of responsibility and it just things happen so fast and i was like wait it's kind of like makes us stockbrokers Okay. And the athletes are the stock and you're monitoring their levels throughout the day. They're going up, they're going down with their health rather than their okay. value. Uh-huh. And then as you know, as they get better, you tell the tell the and then you're talk, talking to coaches, you're talking to strength conditioning, maybe for the high school setting you're talking to parents. And your job is to communicate where those stocks are at on a day-to-day Interesting. Does that make any sense? Can I trade any of them? I would love to trade most of the <laughs> stocks. And then you're, you know, those stocks can become mutual funds. Those yeah. are the teams, the team's mutual fund. Like, there you go. hey, if most of the stocks are doing well, your team is probably pretty healthy. Oh. And if most of the stocks are down, your team is, your mutual fund's probably down. Wow. So the team health is the mutual fund. Each individual athlete is like a stock. You are the stock broker, and your job is to just monitor the level of all of them and communicate them to the other people. Okay. Uh, I don't know how the stock broker helps the stock. Somehow, in the analogy, the stock broker has to help the stock either go up or down, though. Well, I mean, in but that, from the big but picture, that does happen. So the more somebody inside, can... That's insider trading. I think that's pretty illegal. No. I mean, if the more you push somebody to buy something 
or maybe say, hey, I think sell, this sell, is a good sell. time short, to short, sell, short. right? I think it influences what people do, right? That's the point. The point of a stockbroker is actually I need you to pay attention to the market so that you can tell me when to sell or buy. And so, therefore, I'm relying on you yeah. to influence it. It yeah. is insider trading, but it's a very gray line. Yeah. Just like, you know what? I'm going to take care of all my athletes, and some of them are going to listen to me. Some of them aren't. And some of them I'm going to be able to spend more time with, and some of them I can't. And some of them are going to need more help than others. And so it's like you're just kind of paying attention to each stock and probably investing a little more into the people that need it or actually or, come into the athletic training room, right? Yeah. I mean, they they make themselves known that they want some assistance. I don't know. You're yeah. going to be a little bit more familiar with certain stocks than other stocks. Yeah, yeah, you, you Invest go. more time and energy into following certain stocks than other stocks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so there might be, in the in the big picture, there might be a relationship there. I don't know. I think, I'm, I mean, that's a new one. I, that I've never thought of that. I think you brought something to the table there. It doesn't necessarily hit the connection between athlete and the athletic trainer in the day-to-day, but in the big picture... I think it is kind of a good global generalization of what we do. I think it works. So. I think it works well. All right. Well, enough about analogies. Let's uh, let's just recap and have a day. Let's do it. All right. Knowledge is king. Very good, Kevin. Awesome episode. All right, so what do we got to remind them of? Oh, we got a lot. So here we go. Thursday is a big day for us. Thursday. Thursday in the Sports Medicine broadcast at 3 p.m. Central Time. May 21st. That's May 21st. Check out Sports Medicine broadcast Facebook. I think it's a live uh, episode of us, Kevin and myself, mm-hmm. interviewing the two NATA presidential candidates. Yeah, looking forward to it. Followed by, right afterwards... Right at Instagram live social hangout. We might turn it into some sort of episode. We might record it, post it, whatever. Just a chance to informally hang out with everybody that listens. Absolutely. That wants to hang out with us. Instagram live. Four o'clock central, give or take a few minutes. Yeah. Whenever we get done and then, you know, empty our bladders and maybe grab a drink or something. Drinking. Water. Beverages. Beverages. Uh, lastly, uh, the top five surveys are out there. Yep. SurveyMonkey.com backslash, or sorry, slash R slash, and then either top five athlete, top five educators, top five student, top five AT. Whatever category you're in, take a top five survey for us. And while you're at it, don't forget Chartable. We're almost in the top 100. Give us some reviews, some ratings. Uh, some downloads and some shares because we want to make this podcast one of the we want to make this the top medicine podcast in the world or in the country absolutely we do there's no reason that an athletic training based podcast can't be a top 20 correct because we're just as important as other medical professionals so let's let's treat ourselves that way absolutely love it you have anything for the people nope you said it all sorry about that (laughs) everybody we'll see you next week bye bye Knowledge is kicked.